You're stupid too as I You're stupid too as I You'll never live You'll never die Hey everybody, welcome back to the Better Off Dead Minute podcast, the podcast that was playing on having its nose flattened professionally anyway by the Savage Steve Holland classic, Better Off Dead, one minute at a time. And I'm Curtis Blaze from the SAC News. I'm Jason Hummel from Mondo Confidential. Today we are styling and profiling Minute 48, which starts with Ricky completely splayed out on the dance floor while people continue to dance around him. It ends with Lane attempting to convey to Monique that his name is Lane. Tell us all about this minute, Curtis. Nothing would make me more happier, Jason. (laughs) In the the previous minute, we were treated to a demonstration of Ricky's dancing prowess. As minute 48 begins, we get a couple of seconds of Ricky passed out on the dance floor with people dancing around him while the next song begins. At 47 minutes and 6 seconds, Lane leaves the dance dejectedly, hands in pocket, and head bowed as the song, With a Little Luck, begins. At 47 minutes and 21 seconds, Monique also leaves the dance, furtively, looking for Lane. At 47 minutes and 34 seconds, she catches up to Lane, and is so eager to get his attention that she trips him up. At 47 minutes and 43 seconds, Lane officially introduces himself to Monique for the first time. As the minute ends, Lane attempts to pierce the language barrier by saying, Me Lane. Is that teacher hitting on some student <laughs> right there at the beginning of the minute? Yeah, I, I, I couldn't. Yeah, it definitely looks like a teacher. He's um, like, I got a, I got a jag. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's just leaning against the wall. I mean, well, I mean, you know, Vincent Schiavelli has already like set the precedent for like dating students. So, <laughs> of course, he could just be talking to a little teach, another teacher. I'm not quite sure. So much background action going on in this movie. Here's the thing that I noticed about this minute. First of all, this can't be stressed enough. This is the minute. This is the official. Monique has made clear her intentions on Lane. This is the moment where she's after him. Yeah. She always kind of was, but now he knows. Yeah. I mean, she's intrigued by Lane from the beginning, but he doesn't really notice her until this point because he's so obsessed with Beth. And this is the point where he is the most down and out about Beth that he'll ever be during the movie. Yeah, he's really bottomed out at this point. Kind of like Ricky, who's still clearly breathing. And his coat has reappeared on top of him. Yep. So I want to see if I understand the time frame of this dance right. Ricky walks into the dance in the middle of... What's the name of the song? Uh, The song that he enters to is uh, One Way Love. And right at the end of the song, he dives yep. and doesn't get back up. Right. And then what should have been the love song in the movie starts playing. Now, see, if I... With a little luck. Yeah. If I had done that scene, I would have had him... Had uh, one of the students put the coat around his shoulders and, like, cart him off like James Brown. But that's just me. <laughs> that would have been great. Except then he wouldn't be free, I think, to get back up. True. But anyway, okay, so Ricky enters while the song is playing, and then he goes down at the end of it, and then the next song starts playing while he's still down. Monique leaves, meets up with Lane, and so they've been at the they've been literally at the dance, Ricky and Monique, for less than three minutes. Really? A minute? Yeah. 
Oh, I mean, I guess this is in real time. A minute. The song, the songs don't cut. We got half of one song in the beginning of the next song. Yep. But I think we kind of glossed over this. Arrested by You is a just shitty love song. <laughs> Arrested by Arrested by I'm just going to say it. Arrested by You sucks. This with a little luck should have been the love song. It's what they meet to. Yeah. It's it's so anthemic, you know. You can just feel it lifting you up when you listen to it. It's just objectively a better song. So do you think Monique, okay, so in the last minute, Monique makes her escape from Ricky when he does the stupid dive. Yeah, she starts, she kind of looks around like, uh, and then just starts to inch away from him. Like, sweet freedom. Less than 10 seconds later, she's out the door following Lane. Yep. So this is all taking place in about 40 seconds. Right about, yep. Do you think she came... She she got drugged to the dance and didn't want to go in. Right. So if she were at the dance to find Lane, then she would have wanted to go to the dance. Yeah. And she would have found an excuse to break away from him, from Ricky, Ricky. like, immediately. Which she did. But she would have had to probably speak English to do that, so. So her going after Lane must have been a, uh, she just had the opportunity to do it. Yeah. She just saw him leaving and there he goes. Or was she leaving, but then noticed him? How do you hmm. think that's played? It's kind of hard to tell how that's, you know. No, she's definitely looking around the corner at him. She was looking for him. She saw him leaving. And she knocks him over in classic meet-cute fashion. What do you think her, uh, what do you think she was trying to do there? I mean, she walks up behind him and just gives him a good shove. <laughs> Running, running, running. I think she was going to try to tap him on the shoulder. Do you think he just gets distracted in trips? <laughs> I don't know. We, we could analyze this for years like the Zapruder film and not come up with a... <laughs> I just want to remind answer. you that as of right now, we've almost been analyzing it for a year. Yeah. <laughs> this is officially her most Audrey Hepburn moment in the movie. Yeah. It doesn't even really look like she touches him. It's just so perfectly timed, though. It's almost like she, like, steps on his heels. You know, I think you're right. I think she does step on a heel. Look, look right there. Second 34. Back and to the left. Back. Back and to the left. <laughs> and down he goes. Mon Dieu. My God. Far greater than the mystery of how Monique trips Lane is the mystery of how Sleeve suddenly appeared back on the arms of E.G. Daly. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> Were Sleeve's, like, leg warmers in the 80s? Yeah. The, it's Did like, she just slip them on? Maybe, maybe they're, like, a shrug, maybe. But, yeah, they're, like, big, poofy prom sleeves. Maybe her dress was a transformer. Just between songs, it was like... <laughs> Well, no, Jason, no, because look, at zero seconds, no sleeves, okay? Zero seconds, no sleeves. Boom. Right there, okay? Yep. And then at, they start playing, it's all in real time, the song doesn't cut, 15 seconds, boom, sleeves. And she's been singing the whole time. So she wasn't like putting a shrug on, she wasn't shrugging on. 
while she was singing. Unless she did it in the very like short intro of the of with a little luck. She had 15 seconds altogether. Yeah. Yeah, we we don't see that part because they cut away. I mean, it's almost like a stagehand like ran onto the stage and just like put him on her. Okay, I I need sound. The sleeve wrangler. That's it. I'm going back to the last minute. I'm going to see if that thing's sitting on stage somewhere. <laughs> the only explanation is that that fancy light thing that she stands on is also a secret trap door that shoots it up pneumatically into the air for her to catch and shrug into. <laughs> or or she just like drops below and it it's a, becomes attached to her. It's, a, it's like the bat pole, you know? <laughs> Maybe maybe she's got a twin, <laughs> and the twin runs on stage, and she runs off. <laughs> There's no one around, even with the opportunity to hand her a coat. Clearly, it's cold. I mean, you know, it's foggy. Well, okay, it's intermittently foggy. <gasps> Look at this. Second, 14. Yellow. Red, green, pink, blue. Got it? Yep. See those balloons? Yep. Second 16. Yellow, pink, red, green, blue. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. And E.G. Daly now has sleeves on her dress. What's the connection? So the balloon guy is the uh, sleeve wrangler, do you think? Because obviously he can be in, in two places at once. Or she can be in two places at once. What the hell is going on with the balloons in this movie, Jason? <laughs> either, yeah, either everybody has the same arrangement of balloons or somebody's like teleporting like three different places. If this were a Kubrick movie, I'd be so freaked out right now. <laughs> I think the next scene is one of my favorite. I mean, the next minute is one of my favorites in the uh, in the movie. I want to get to it. Um, did you notice? Okay, later on, uh, Lane... Calls the neighbors, calls the Smiths dorkheads? Yes. So later on, <laughs> this is a weird way to say it. Later on, do you remember? <laughs> yeah, I remember later on. <laughs> that Monique also calls them dorkheads? Yeah. When she's whipping the apples at the road sign? Yep. So do you think this is where she's officially declaring her intentions toward Lane? Well, I mean, we kind of discussed this earlier. Yeah. I don't think she's deliberately pursuing Lane. I think... She was drugged to the dance. Yeah. If she were after Lane, she would have realized that he'd be there. Or taken the chance that he'd be there. Yeah. And wanted to go to the dance. But he's certainly a target of opportunity at this point. Yeah. Yeah, at this point, he's kind of like a life preserver for her. Which is funny because he needs a life preserver. Yeah. And it all happens while E.G. Daly is singing with a little luck. That's all it is. Yeah. It was just lucky. Yeah, serendipitous. Well, with that, I say we uh, we pop this balloon. <laughs> the Better Off Dead Minute podcast is a fan project by Curtis Blaze and Jason Hummel. The movie Better Off Dead was created by Savage Steve Holland and presented by Warner Brothers in association with A&M Films. The Better Off Dead Minute podcast is produced and edited by Curtis Blaze. Our opening music, Suicide For You, is by Skatred. You can follow the Better Off Dead Minute on Twitter at BOD Minute, and at our Facebook group, 
at the Better Off Dead Minute Crisis Support Service and at betteroffdeadminute.com. Don't forget to leave us a voicemail or text at 712-830-7373. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. If you like to listen to other Movies by Minutes podcasts, check out moviesbyminutes.com. They're all there, all 80-something of them. You can join us the next time we drop one of these for the Better Off Dead Minute podcast, Minute 49. Until then, I'm Curtis. And I'm Jason. Good night.